Hey guys, it's me, Pastor Ryan. Thank you and welcome to chapter 7 of the Tabernacle. Today's topic will be the brass socket. Chapter 7 The Brass Socket And thou shalt make the court of the tabernacle, for the south side southward there shall be the hangings for the court of fine twine linen of an hundred cubits long for one side, and the twenty pillars thereof and their twenty sockets shall be of brass. Exodus chapter 27 verses 9 through 10 Twenty pillars were set up for the hangings of the court of the southern side of the tabernacle. For the hangings on the northern side, twenty pillars are also set up. Ten pillars are set up for the west hangings. On the east side, where the door to the tabernacle is located, they also set up ten pillars. That means sixty sockets had to be made to set up a total of sixty pillars. God ordered the pillar to be placed on top of the sockets. The Bible does not indicate the materials of the pillars, but the sockets were given a specification, brass. There are many words about brass in the Bible. Brass represents the judgment of God. In Numbers chapter 21, the people of Israel were being bitten by the fiery serpents because they complained against God and were in pain. God told Moses, make a brass serpent and put it upon a pole. Whosoever is bitten and looks upon it shall live. The brass serpent represents the serpent that has received judgment. In John chapter 3, just as Moses lifted up the brass serpent in the wilderness for the Israelites who were dying because of the fiery serpent, Jesus had to be lifted up and receive God's judgment for us since we were the ones who had to receive destruction due to our sin. The pillars that were used for the tabernacle must be placed on top of the socket of brass. This is because no matter how strong the pillars may be, they cannot stand firm and will be shaky if the sockets are not strong. In order for the pillars not to be shaky, they must be secured on top of the sturdy sockets of brass. Just like those pillars, the people God uses must have their spiritual lives planted firmly on the sockets of brass. Most people do not place their spiritual lives on these supporting brass sockets, but on something irrelevant. Therefore, their faith becomes shaky without them even knowing it. Some people place their faith on their emotions, so they think their faith is good when they feel good and it is vice versa. They believe their faith is not good when they do not feel good. Some people place their faith on their works. When their works are good, they believe that their faith is good. On the other hand, when their works are bad, they, the faith, their faith is shaken and becomes bad. The only place where we can stand firm is the socket of brass. Even a saved brother or sister will make mistakes and commit sins. That is why we must stand firm on the sockets of brass. Satan will not only slander and falsely accuse us in front of God, he will condemn us in our conscience when we commit a sin or make a mistake. 
Satan will constantly tell us, you have this kind of fault, you have that kind of fault. How is God supposed to work through you? The fate of those who stand on their works is firm when said works are good. On the contrary, when they make mistakes or commit sins, the works they need to bring forth when Satan accuses them are shaky. Therefore, their faith can only be unstable. What must our faith stand in so that it can be solid and unwavering? The sockets of brass represents Jesus Christ, who received God's judgment at the cross for us. Because we are people who can commit sins and make mistakes, our faith will only be unshakable when we stand on Jesus who received judgment in our stead. When we are weak, when we have committed a crime or made a mistake, none of these sins can shake our faith because all of them have received God's judgment and are dead. They lost their power on the cross. When we stand on faith and serve God, our foundation, meaning the pillars of the tabernacle, must be solid in order for us to be the church of God. Satan can shake our faith from anywhere, but when we are standing upon Jesus Christ, who was crucified and received God's judgment for us, it is impossible for Satan to shake up our faith. Even if Satan brings up our blemishes and sins in front of God and falsely accuses us, God looks at the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. Then he dismisses Satan's false accusations. The sin with which Satan falsely accuses us are sins that have already received the judgment of God through the blood of Jesus. Not only are those sins no longer able to condemn us, they are also unable to lead us to destruction. They cannot damage our relationship with God even in the slightest way. If we committed a sin and that sin simply remained as it were, then it would become a wall that blocks the path between God and us. However, because Jesus received the full extent of God's judgment on the cross for all of our sins, such as a thing could never happen. Satan will easily make our faith collapse if it is standing upon our own will, determination, or good works. However, when we believe and rely on the power of the cross, where Jesus received God's judgment for us all, when we stand on top of that, Satan can never make us fall. There was a person who went up a mountain to gather wood. A fire broke out on the mountain it started at the base, worked its way up, engulfing the mountain in flames. The flames were so fierce, the man had no way to run down the mountain and navigate through the fire to escape. He had no other choice but to sit there and be consumed in the blazing fire. All of a sudden, he had an amazing idea. He quickly pulled out some flintstones that were in his pocket and started a fire around him. Soon, the area surrounding him had been scorched, and he was now standing on top of an area already burned up. When the flame traveling up from the base of the mountain arrived at the place he had just previously burned, the area had already been turned to ashes, and now there was nothing left to burn. 
the fire ended there as a result. If he had tried to extinguish the fire or outrun it, he would have burned to death. However, that is not what he did. He stayed in an area where everything was already burned. That is how he survived. It is the same when, we, when it comes to us escaping the judgment of God. The pillars of the tabernacle must be placed on top of the sockets of brass. We must stand solid on top of Jesus Christ, who bore our sins and received the judgment for our sins. Only then can we avoid any kind of judgment for sin. The Bible says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. John 3 verse 14 when the fiery serpent appeared in the wilderness and bit the people of Israel, they were bitten and dying despite doing everything they could to get away from the serpents. When they turned from their wrongdoing in front of God, and when Moses prayed for the people, God said to Moses, Make a brass serpent and put it upon a pole, whosoever looks upon it shall live. The poison of the serpent was already at work in the body of the person who was bitten by the fiery serpent. Therefore, will the poison simply disappear just because the bitten person looked at the brass serpent? Logically, it makes no sense at all. However, Numbers chapter 21 tells us that among those who were bitten by the fiery serpent, whoever looked at the brass serpent lived. When we sin, the poison of sin enters our hearts, destroys our heart to go before God, and destroys faith within our hearts. When you are bitten by a snake, the poison of the snake enters your body and then travels through the blood vessels to destroy different systems in the body. When sinfulness enters our hearts, we lose any boldness to go before God, that is when fear and shame fill our hearts. The ones among the children of Israel who were bitten by the serpents were healed by looking at the brass serpent on a pole. Likewise, we become freed from the power of sin when we look upon Jesus Christ who was crucified. Because the complete judgment for all sins have, has ended, the faith that we will never have to receive judgment again stands firmly in our hearts and enables us to come boldly to God. People are weak in faith in many ways, but they are the weakest when it comes to sin. Even though the Bible tells us in many places that Jesus Christ was crucified for us and washed all our sins away forever, it is hard to see people's hearts freed from sin through believing the word of God that tells them that their sins were washed as white as snow. Many people know the fact that Jesus died for their sins, but their hearts are unable to break free. It is just like how definitive the brass serpent on the pole was, but still, many Israelites did not look at it and get healed. If the sin that you have committed still torments you, instill fear in you, guilt your conscience, and make you lose your boldness, it is proof that sin is still alive inside your heart. These people are unable to believe in the power of the cross. The power of the cross is more than capable of destroying any poison of sin. No matter how tied down to sin you are, or no matter how much pain you, have, you are suffering because of sin, you can be clearly freed and healed from sin when you come before the cross. 
Even though we claim to believe in Jesus and serve God, if we are still in pain and suffering and sadness because of sin, if we are trying to defeat sin on our own even now, then we have nothing to do with the cross despite its power. The power of the cross has never truly entered our hearts and defeated the power of sin. In the Bible, brass represents judgment. As we continue to more deeply study the tabernacle, we will see that it is not just the sockets that are made of brass. The sin altar is also made of brass. We will also come to know that the water laver is made of brass. Each item of the tabernacle up until the entrance of the most holy place was made of brass. When we pass the holy place and go deeper into the most holy place, the items are made of gold and silver. A person who is early in his or her spiritual life must often deal with brass. Just as the altar and water lever are brass, Jesus Christ received all our sufferings, carried it to the cross, and was crucified. When you frequently recall Jesus Christ who received God's judgment instead of you, you will realize your sins are dead because they have all received God's judgment already. You have to be free from sin and have freedom in your heart. The people who become the pillars of the holy place of God must stand on the socket of brass. You could stand on top of strong rocks, gold, other metals, or you may be able to stand on wood. But God said the pillars should be erected on top of sockets of brass. This means to stand on Jesus who has already received God's judgment for you. Among the factors that destabilize our faith, the strongest one is sin. It is easy for the sin in our hearts to rattle our faith. However, when we look to God's judgment, which was paying the price for all our sins through the blood of Jesus shed on the cross, the sins that have already received God's judgment have all lost all of their power. For example, if I stole something, committed adultery, or murdered someone, I need to go to the court. Then depending on the court's decision, I have to pay a fine or receive a prison sentence. If I pay the fine or complete the punishment, then the power of that crime is finished. That sin is dead. That sin can no longer drag me around, torment me, or bind me. That is true with us, too. Even though we commit many different sins, our sin does not have the power to send us to hell because Jesus received the judgment concerning it all. Those sins can no longer separate us from God. Our sins are unable to make us suffer or miserable. All sins have lost their power because Jesus Christ received the judgment at the cross. When we stand on the faith to believe in this, there are no sins that can make us afraid or make us fall. That is why, when we throw away our humanistic thoughts and stand firm on the faith that Jesus Christ received our judgment on the cross, we can become precious pillars for the work of God. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode today. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please remember to leave it in the comment section below. And also please remember to subscribe so that when the next episodes are available, you'll be the first to know. Until next time, Pastor Ryan. <music>